0: See you there. Do yourself, back to its roots. I wanna go, I wanna go. To Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life, The Mixtape Presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by the very first upright bassist we have ever had on the show. Uh, She is a singer-songwriter. She's got a new single out called Ain't a day goes by, and her new album, Ramblin' Soul, is out on the 18th. Please welcome the absolutely incomparable talents of Melissa Carper. Hello.
1: Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much
0: uh, for being here. So, diving right into this, uh, what's, what's the most awkward question you've ever been asked in an interview?
1: so I I haven't had too many interviews uh thus far um I did a bunch of interviews for Daddy's Country Gold and I've done a few for Rambling Soul but um you know I can't think of a terrible question I've been asked I've had some really good interviews um I'm kind of bad at remembering specific questions I guess anything that gets a little bit personal is is a difficult question um somebody asked me one time what I would consider real country music and I didn't really want to answer that because I didn't want to insult anything, anybody. <laughs> but um uh yeah, I can't I can't think of anything. That's been a terrible question. So I guess that's a good thing. If
0: you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, uh who would you pick?
1: I've actually been asked this one before, and uh, I remember I chose Jimmy Rogers, and um, I think I pre- I have to stick with that. Jimmy Rogers, that would be pretty cool to be able to um, play music with the father of country music.
0: Describe Ramblin' Soul using only one word.
1: Okay, uh, the al- album Ramblin' Soul. Um, I'd say groovy. Uh, actually, the uh, the drummer that recorded on the album, Maddie Meyer, while we were recording, he was like, I will call this, or he described the album as sexy, groovy, sad, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Uh,
0: who is an artist that if they popped into this Zoom and said, Melissa, I need you to go on tour with me, who would you drop everything for?
1: Well... I would say there's a lot of people I would drop everything for um I don't got that much going on <laughs> um i but uh the fan- one of my fantasies would be to be able to open for Nora Jones that would be pretty cool
0: if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be
1: well i I'm only just starting to get more into you know the music business aspect of music and uh for years I've just played gigs and made budget recordings and and uh kind of had a simple life as far as as the music business goes but just actually in the last couple of years um I've gotten to to a little bit deeper into the music business I I'd say that um it would be nice if I could just think more about playing music and recording at this point, but there's a whole lot of other stuff I have to do now. And, uh, and that um, includes like a lot of social media, which I, I just started getting help. I started paying somebody to help me with because I'm really bad at social media. So I'd say that's the big thing. It just, it turns into, into a whole lot of stuff you have to do um, to try to get to another level. Uh, and, and the focus kind of can get away from the music at that point.
0: What's a venue that you would give anything to play?
1: I'd say the Ryman Auditorium. That would be pretty cool.
0: What's your worst habit during the songwriting process?
1: Um, sometimes, well, usually I write a song actually um, without even having an instrument around. I'll be like driving the car or I'll be walking around and I'll start writing something and sometimes I forget to actually write the song down or record it and then I lose the song so that's that's always upsetting when that happens but usually what I'll do is like if I'm driving I'll I'll keep singing the song to myself over and over so that I can remember it and uh, a lot of times that works. What song
0: um, anytime you hear it on on like streaming or the radio or something like that you go damn I wish I had written that
1: I'm I'm kind of a sucker for the old like uh the classic um love ballads love songs and uh, I I really love Cindy Walker's You Don't Know Me I, and I've I've actually had that thought several times when I've heard that song. I thought, dang, I wish I could write something like that. It's just so beautiful.
0: Describe your perfect day.
1: Right now, my perfect day would be a day that I didn't have to have. I didn't have anything that I had to do. Because right now it feels like I've got a a list of about 50 things every day that I need to do. (laughs) So, Just hanging out in nature and, and not, you know, feeling like there's so many things I have to do would be really nice.
0: What's a song lyric yours or someone else's that's always stuck with you?
1: You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, uh, uh, let's see here. How about, um, you like tomatoes. I like tomatoes. You like potatoes. I like potatoes.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite cuss word?
1: Favorite cuss word. Um, I don't cuss too much. I, I I have pretty mild cuss words in general. I do use I do use the f word. I see. See, I still can't hardly say it in an interview. But I in in extreme moments I will use the f word. But I think in general I use like. Shit and damn, those are the most common for me.
0: What's something that people would be surprised that you own?
1: <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say a comb because one time, some, me and my girlfriend, Rebecca, um, we've played a lot of assisted living homes. And one time we played an assisted living home and a, a nice lady asked me, do you own a comb? Or I think she said, don't you have a comb?
0: (laughs) If there was a musical Mount Rushmore for you, who would be on it?
1: And this question I have been asked one other time, and uh, I'm going to stick with my answer, and that's John Prine. I think he would look mighty fine on Mount Rushmore.
0: Describe your music using only colors.
1: I I guess um, if I was to describe some of my like some of the I do have a tendency to write sad country or like a sad jazz type love ballad so I would I would say maybe those are would be have several shades of blue
0: so if you were putting together kind of kind of like a super group um who would the other members be
1: well I feel like the People that have played on my albums, uh, the last two albums, Daddy's Country Gold and this next one coming out, Ramblin' Soul, are kind of like a dream band. Um, uh, Had Dennis Crouch playing bass. I also play bass, and uh, I actually um, played bass on some of the songs on Daddy's Country Gold. But Dennis is playing bass on all of Ramblin' Soul, which was pretty luxurious. All I had to do was sing, and he's the master. And then uh, Chris Scruggs on guitar, and then Chris also played Steel on the an album. And then um, I had, a, a, well, the first album I had Jeff Taylor on piano, and and he's absolutely incredible. And then John Palmer's playing a bunch of organ on Ramblin' Soul, and he's amazing. Um, Billy Contreras is playing a bunch of fiddle on, on both albums. But I'd have to say my girlfriend, Rebecca Paddock, would be in the dream band playing fiddle and um uh let's see man the i i i had this uh um backup vocalist trio singing on ramblin soul and they were so amazing that would be pretty incredible to have three backup vocalists in the band and um that was uh kishona armstrong Nikki conley and maureen murphy and then uh drummer maddie meyer he's amazing so Yeah, um, those are I think that covers most of the people that were on my album and um, that that is really a a dream band. But um, I have to say that I I already play in a few groups that feel like super groups um, uh, playing with uh, the band Sad Daddy that I'm in. Um, Everybody in the band sings and write songs and uh, it's a really super fun band. and, And that's Brian Martin, Joe Sundell and Rebecca Paddock. And then um, also I, I play in a a trio with uh, Brendan Lee and Kelly Willis, and that feels like a super group as well. Those those ladies both write songs and and they're amazing singers and players. So so yeah, I already feel like I, I play in some super groups, which is pretty cool. It's really fun, and I I love singing harmony, so it's fun for me to not sing lead on all the songs and and sing some harmony and and back people up.
0: So you're you're allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog. Music is or money is no option. What song do you pick?
1: Yeah, so um I think that that um you're actually I I don't think this is the case. You're allowed to cover anybody's song um that they've already recorded, as long as you pay them, you know, per. Uh, CD per vinyl and per uh, digital album that you sell. Um, But um, uh, if somebody hasn't recorded the song before, you have to get permission if they've never recorded it themselves. I think that's the case because what uh, actually Rebecca and I, we have a a band together called the Buffalo Gals Band. And we recorded a Gillian Welch song that she'd never recorded. It's called it's a really cool song. She, she just made a demo of it. She never really put it on an album and it's called we must look like we're in love. And uh, I emailed back and forth with some of her people for like a month trying to get her permission to put it on an album. And I never got, I never got a yes. So that's the song I want permission to record.
0: What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack?
1: I, I feel like I have a couple um, and, and uh, it's it's my fantasy to get a bunch of my recordings in uh, the movies, but um, I've always thought making memories could make it into a movie soundtrack. Um, and actually it's already on a Star Trek, strange new worlds episode. It's a, uh, on the last episode of the season here uh uh 2022 i think it came out and that episode came out in july and um but yeah i think that song could be in a movie and then also the stars are aligned i've always thought it could be in a Disney disney movie
0: So this next question is uh, kind of a choose your own adventure type thing. Uh, I've got three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews. And I will let you pick the one you would like to answer. Uh, Your choices are who are your influences? What got you started in music or what is your creative process like?
1: Um, I'm going to pick what got me started in music, uh, which is my family. And, uh, both of my parents were big music lovers. My, my mom loved to sing. And, uh, she always wanted a family country band or she always wanted to be in a country band, I think. So she had her family be her country band. And, uh, so I got to learn, uh, to play and sing when I was really young and we were already playing clubs when I was 12. And, um, I was playing electric bass in the family band, and and then they they had me start on upright bass in school. So I was I was playing uh, bass in the in the school orchestras and all that, and and uh, yeah, I think it's great when you when you get started early because I think it's something that can can be scarier as you get older. You, you know, you start getting scared of starting new things. So it's it's nice that I got to start that young.
0: Do you have any, like, strange pre-show
1: rituals? I don't know how strange this is, but, but um, when I remember to, I like to get away by myself and, and do a little meditation and a prayer for, for, uh, for, for the show to go well. Do you
0: consider yourself an artist or an entertainer?
1: Definitely an artist, working on the entertainer part.
0: How many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning?
1: I almost always set two alarms and sometimes neither of them get me up. But this morning I did get up on the second alarm. So I don't know if I if I have to get up like at four in the morning to go to the airport, I'll sometimes I'll set three or four different different alarms.
0: What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians?
1: That we're all crazy. No, I actually, I think that's probably, probably pretty true that we're all crazy. Um, I w- maybe, maybe a misconception would be that we all actually like the limelight because uh, I think there's a lot of musicians who, who uh, they love to play, they love to record, but they don't necessarily love getting on stage in front of people performing and i'm one of those
0: <laughs> what moment in your career are you most proud of
1: i would say making the album daddy's country gold was a was a big um accomplishment for me and uh, uh you know just uh, to even ask um some of the musicians that were on there and the and the producers and to to invest in it and um uh really you know put a lot of money and put a lot of myself out there for that album I I feel like that was a a really big accomplishment for me
0: what's the first song that you remember hearing
1: I grew up listening to a lot of um, my parents records like Hank Williams and and Patsy Cline I remember always loving that when I was young but uh, my mom sang us a lot of songs so that would probably be some of the first things that I actually remember like as a kid and she sang a song about a chocolate ice cream cone. And, um, it, it was, it ended, it had a sad ending. I remember it always made me sad, which is, uh, but but we're like the, the little girl gets lost in the song and she can't find her way home. (laughs) So that, that one stuck in my head. If you could
0: start your career over from the day that you decided to pursue music would you do anything differently
1: yeah I don't know when exactly I decided to pursue music um, for one well I did I went to college uh, to study music um, because I had a scholarship to go do that and uh, but um, that education was geared towards classical and and that never was something I wanted to do to be in a, in a symphony. So I, I ended up drop, dropping out of college and then I just traveled around and, um, what, you know, I had lots of event adventures and joined different bands and, um, spent a lot of time in Arkansas where I, I learned how to play like bluegrass and old time music. And, um, I think I never realized I could make a living at it back then. And then, uh, I slowly started to have more success in certain bands and uh, realized that that I could make a pretty good living at it but um uh I'd say that if I would have moved to a music town sooner like Austin or Nashville that probably would have you know sped up the the process of of having some success and uh also, I'd have to say not spending so many years drinking too much alcohol. That would have been a good thing as well. <laughs>
0: what keeps you up at night?
1: Thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes it will it's the worst, actually, when I'm on tour and I'm kind of wired from a show. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I won't get to bed till, you know, I'll go back to the hotel room and it'll take me even an hour or two to go to sleep.
0: Would you ever consider
1: trying your hand at acting? No, I don't believe that's one of my natural talents. I did I I tried to do drama a little bit in school and I was terrible at it.
0: <laughs> so tell the folks uh listening at home and all over the world, uh where can they uh pre-save Ramblin' Soul?
1: Ramblin' Soul You can find it on all the um, streaming networks. Uh, You can, um, so Spotify and Apple and Amazon and uh, Tidal. Um, You can pre-order it. I know from uh, uh, Amazon and iTunes, Uh, you can, there's three singles out right now that you can buy. That would be um, In A a Day Goes By and uh, Ramblin' Soul and um hit or miss and then if you go to my website melissacarper.com or my Bandcamp page you can order a physical copy a pre-order physical copy and then um it releases november 18th
0: well melissa carper thank you so much uh for taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit i uh, i am I am very much looking forward to getting my hands on uh, Ramblin' Soul.
1: Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. Wow.